Sports Analysis Network Football and the Hank Abdi Hamid Abdi Kaim can also call me Football Jurist. On today's show, today's show is going to be a contract show. I will be talking about the contractual situation of Kylian Mbappe at Paris Saint Germain and Mohamed Salah's contract situation at Liverpool. We shall also be talking about the Premier League player of the month and the Premier League manager of the month while also not leaving. The players need to apologize after a terrible performance or after making a costing mistake and whether. Newcastle takeover mean anything for the rest uh for the rest for the rest of the Premier League. I will not be working alone the show. I have with me Alabi Oluwa Sobi. Sobi, it's good to have you back on the show. Uh it, it's my pleasure, it's my pleasure to be on the show again once again. Um good day to everyone around. Good day to all the listeners around the world. Good day, Malik Berry. Good day to Franklin. I hope to entertain you guys. Uh, all right, Franklin, Franklin, Franklin should join us on the show. Yeah, Malik Berry, Aziz also join us on the show. Malik Berry, it's good to have you back on the show. Don't bring, don't bring, don't bring What exactly are you celebrating? You're celebrating being in 11th position. What are you celebrating? I'm, the, 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 the moment is coming. Let me just the enjoy moment. this moment right now. Okay? All right. Good day to everybody. Good day to our listeners out there. <laughs> so glad to be here. All right. Let's start the show. Yes, we should not forget the fact. Let's start with Kian Mbappe's uh, contract situation for Real Madrid at Paris in Germany. He's into his final, his final year. Uh, the pack the princess yeah during the summer he wanted to opt out of the french capital but the club pulled the plug on that deal and moment uh, days ago yeah earlier in the week he also made mention of the fact that he gave prior notice to Paris Saint Germain that he, and prior and enough notice to Paris Saint Germain that he wanted to leave the club so that the club could make enough preparation ahead of his departure and Hours later, or days later, his mother also revealed an interview that they are in talks with Paris Saint-Germain for a new deal. Yes, uh, <laughs> but then one thing is sure, that Kylian Mbappe wants to leave Paris Saint-Germain, but it seems his family, especially from what his mother has said, wants him to stay at the club. So, guys, if you have Kylian Mbappe, what is the best decision for Kylian Mbappe to make at this point in his career? Let me start with Toby. Toby, over to you. Um, personally, I would I wouldn't want um Kylian Mbappe to leave PSG. If I was playing I wouldn't leave PSG. The reasons are not far-fetched. I mean, PSG has all the materials. They have all the utility, all, all the right materials. If they utilize it well, this team is going to become a very very formidable team in the future. So I don't know. And Kylian Mbappe is almost the centerpiece of this team. Aside Messi, who is just a newcomer, I know Messi is a goal, he's a newcomer. But aside Messi, Kylian Mbappe has been their go-to player every season since the past three seasons. He has been um, the centerpiece of this artwork in, in Paris and Germany. So I would, I wouldn't want to jeopardize what I have said I've made for myself in Paris and Germany and go to Real Madrid, who is not stable yet. You know, Real Madrid is just trying to beat. They're trying to beat from the scratch again. They're not stable yet. I wouldn't want to go there and be um, the. Is it, is it, is it what, what do I say? What, what, what do they say? It's the moose. 
a fashion designer, a moose in Madrid that you ought to build around. I, I, I wouldn't trust Madrid. I don't trust Madrid. They've done the Galacticos a couple of times. They've tried building around big players a couple of times and they failed a couple of times. Like the famous son Anthony Scott, they failed. So the, the possibility of them failing against this around is also there. But in Paris and Germany, we've seen what these guys can do. We've seen what they can do. They've been to the Champions League semi-final a couple of years. They've been to the final. They've, they, they, I mean, they've clicked. So I wouldn't want to joke. That's what we have formed at Paris and Germany for Real Madrid that is not that 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 is not set out in plan i i don't i wouldn't i wouldn't go so uh, if i just renew so, so if i go to maybe two years more over. all right so Toby, this isn't the right time to move at all all right Toby, <laughs> if, I, if i got you correctly you don't want to move from a developed country to a developed country. I want you. yeah i think if i got you correctly if i got you correctly you don't want to move from a developed country to a developing country no <laughs> Mali Perry, I mean, Mbappe nah, wants nah, to nah, be nah, nah. the poster boy of the project. I mean, at Paris Saint Germain, he he see the shadows of Lionel Messi and to an extent uh, Neymar. But he it, goes to Neymar. He's going to be the poster boy. He's going to be the star boy. And at 22, being I mean, yeah, but being of one course. of the stars of the world, he has got to be. Of course, this this is the right time for him to move. If I were Kylian, this is the right time for me to move. Okay, PSG bringing in Lionel Messi is a huge stretch to Mbappe's success. Forget the fact that he's always the centerpiece of, of everything. The moment Messi clicks into that team, every other player is a fantastic player and he, over, he overshadows other people's play. You understand? And with the likes of Neymar and Messi, I, 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 how do you mean overshadow? Football bodies, they will form a carcass. Exactly. Thank you. Anywhere Messi, doesn't mean any, any, anywhere Messi goes, people are MSN, MSN. MSN. They, they I'm go. pretty sure Suarez was not in the shadows during the MSN. Forget MS... even, even during the MSN period, Messi was leaving penalties for them. They were all in the shadows. Messi, Messi was eating the assists, was eating everything. The, the drip, the boost, and everything. I'm pretty sure Suarez won the golden boots during the MSN period. Just once. Just once. Okay, just once. All right. Franklin, 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 who's going back on the show? Franklin, this, this is the best. <laughs> is better than them, John. Okay, Franklin, Franklin, yeah, yes, oh yeah. What do you have to? What do you have to say? Right. I mean, is ego calling yeah. Mbappe? Must it be the centerpiece of any project? No, I think the, going set the first question. One thing we need to understand is first: is it the right time for Kylian Mbappe to leave PSG? Yes. Is Real Madrid the right place for him to go? No. Mbappe needs to be PSG because the league is not good for him. Any achievement he makes in the league is going, is not going to be rated highly. So only Champions League achievement is going to be counted for him. But the Olympics is playing there. I mean, the Olympics is playing in the league of We are not discussing right now. But what are you saying? The Olympics is playing in the league of Is that just has to do something in that direction? Huh. I'm, I'm, I'm shocked. What's How many penalty players have won individual awards in the in the last well, years? Franklin. Premier League team is not even is not even a good option for him at Liverpool. I've seen a good option for him at Liverpool. Ah ah. Do be if he moves to Liverpool, his chances of winning individual accolades will be, will, will be diminished by 70%. Yeah, we, well, we need to understand this fact. How many, how many, how many need, EPL need, players have won anything reasonable individually in the last 10 years? We need, last we need to understand years, this fact. Because, because big Premier League players move to the La Liga because they blossom. Like Cristiano Ronaldo. No, really because Premier League players, have, they just have top players. They don't have super... 
stars, they have top top players, not superstars. Yes, superstars you can't don't go play. The superstars don't play in the Premier League. The superstars play in other leagues. My and 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 the latest European best player of the year plays in the Premier League. One in ten seasons. One in ten seasons. Seriously, Mbappe is better than Jodiu. is better than Jodiu. Why can't he win it like three or four times if he plays in the Premier League? That is one He didn't win anything. Guys, don't let us turn this into the Premier League versus other league thing. Just, just face what what we have at hand. Okay, sorry. You've made your point that he needs to stay at Paris That he needs to stay at Paris Saint Germain. Yes, but then just like Maliberry said that at Paris Saint Germain he will be living in the shadows of Lionel Messi. And uh, but then from what I have seen, from what I've gathered, from my personal perspective, uh, you think he goes getting? I, I did make mention of that fact to Franklin, but Franklin did not eat nail on the head. It seems he goes getting into Kylian Mbappe's way. I mean, if I uh, saw we saw this. Uh, during no. the European, uh, before the Euros, where I mean, we, we saw what what transpired between yeah, I think he's saturated. I think he's saturated with the situation. I think he's saturated with the situation at hand. He has been in France since his whole life, and obviously, you get tired of your environment. I feel like he's saturated, he needs a change of environment for sure. I mean, he's just 22 years old. They are still in the He needs new challenges. But, I mean, but, 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 then, but, but then he can still stay at Paris Saint Germain for the next 17 years old. He has been a star since 17 years old. Exactly. Like I said, he can still be there for the next few years. No, guys, 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 Messi. guys. Finish your project. They're starting no, your project. He has he's playing. He has he's playing his top level. He's at top level. He's, he's, top level. He, he's his front for the ego. He, he has dominated. For the ego to come around. It is normal. Other players have also dom- dominated this kind of, kind of, kind of, uh, what can I call it, attitude or characteristics. So it is normal for him to have ego. I don't see that as an uh, as an excuse for for him to, to not leave PSG or for him to leave PSG. It's part of football. You understand? But it's, no, it's part of football. The ego part is part of football. But I'm, I, all I'm saying is going to Real Madrid now. If he wants to achieve the Champions League title and the Ballon d'Or, he needs to go to Real Madrid. All right. Um, they, make, um, they make stars. Malibari, Malibari, honest question. Honest question. Okay. A very, very honest okay. question, Malibari. Um, between PSG and Real Madrid, currently, who has more potentials of winning the championship? Madrid. Madrid. <laughs> Madrid. <laughs> but, but, okay, no problem. Everyone, can, it, everyone heard your bias conclusion not, just now. Is he? So is he? I don't like Madrid, but maybe Madrid has yeah, uh, But, 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 Look at the experience. Look at look at the experience. Experienced players that might accumulate. Every for every five experienced players, Madrid. Messi is one player. Messi covers five players. Do you know Messi? is just adapting. Messi is just adapting to the team. Unlike 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 been unlucky in Paris and German for crying out loud. Yeah, I've seen it in the first one like three or four times. Yeah, all right, all right. Let's move, let's move. It's, just it's not just unlucky. When the goals start CSD coming in, you'll be surprised. The coach is not yeah. tactical enough and we know it. How are they going to so imagine Imagine Pascal enough with Vinicius Junior up front and Rodrigo. They have Ancelotti. You, 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 you want him to work out All right, let's move, let's move, let's move. Neymar, Messi, 
Let's move. Let's move. Um, we don't hear you. We don't hear you. You made your point, Toby. That guy is surrounding them. Verati. You've made your point. Let's move, oh, let's move, oh, let's move, oh. Let's go out of time. Let's move. Jigo, you guys come on. on. He needs to move. All right. Yes, from Kylian Mbappe, let's talk about uh, Mohamed Salah. Yes, Mohamed Salah has one year left in his contract at Liverpool. And while Liverpool are giving contract extension to Ferry Van Dyke, Trent Alexander Arnold, Fabio, and Alisson in the summer, one would expect that Liverpool should have tied the Egyptian to a longer contract at this point in time. But it seems that there is something injuring that from happening. So um, let me start with uh, Franklin. Franklin, yeah, from what I've heard from my sources, I think the wage structures at Liverpool have been the major hindrance between this happening. Uh, Liverpool do not want, uh, Liverpool do not want uh, disparities to be between their players. Currently, Benjamin Van Dijk earns the most of the other players. He earns 200,000 pounds a week, and Mohamed Salah is second with 200,000 pounds. And rumor has it that uh, he is demanding for a contract worth 250,000 or more. I mean, if you were Liverpool at this point in time, what is the best way in resolving this uh, situation? Franklin. More than 200 something thousand. 200,000 is very poor for Salah, a quality player like Salah. Liverpool are going to increase their offer and are going to hope that Salah signs because if they lose Salah right now, I think they are just going to go back to an average club. Mm. And that is one thing that is for sure because Salah is the best player in the Premier League and it is very obvious. You watch the game against Manchester City without Salah, Liverpool would have lost that game easily. Um, so they need. We still have Cristiano Ronaldo. So Mohamed Salah is the best player in the Premier League. That is going to call down. Something like. Yeah. I'll have it, but my salary should be getting a salary of 300,000 mm. pounds. All right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Malibari. Let, let me bring Malibari in here. Yeah. Malibari. As boss. Yeah, I mean, we've seen that. I mean, we've seen how Liverpool operates. I mean, uh, the Fenway Sport Group, they've come into the club, they've pumped some money to the club. Now they want to run the club in. In a set, the club should be uh, self-reliant on itself. I mean, the money club generation should be used to run itself. And that's why you see Liverpool owners being, like, just like the fans say, that they are being economical with the money. If you were Liverpool, would you, for instance, would you give Mohamed Salah a 300,000 pounds a week or 380,000 pounds a week when the second ISP player is any 200,000 pounds in, yeah, it's the second ISP player, uh, player even Benjamin Dyke, is any 220,000 pounds? Well, personally, personally, I have to dialogue with because we need to understand that these players are not meant, the club is not meant to be serving these players like that. We all need to work hand in hand with each other. If you're demanding for that kind of money, other players will come in the next two or three seasons to demand for such. God bless you. And, and if, if a player, a player is giving that kind of money, we have seen the likes of Abu Mayang, that Arsenal gave him 
the money he deserved, the money he wanted. And after a season of just a ah, few no, ah, months after, no, he was your bank, so now. Ah, you, don't, you, don't, you don't follow me. No, no, no. It's just, it's just. Oh, it's just, just an excuse. It's just an excuse. Before, before the pay, he was, was coming. All right. In, in and out. Salatu is coming in and out. After the pay, anything can happen. Okay. They are human beings. They are not machines. They are human beings. Injury factor, you know. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, physical, mentally, stuff like that. So all these things are, should be put in, into consideration before giving that huge amount of money. So if I'm in Liverpool's shoes, okay, I'll tend to reason with him. Cut it down a little bit. Okay, you see me anymore, but at least, at least, not up to that extent. Okay, we all just right. had a, a a divine breakthrough each other from from the from the outbreak. So. I think the money is too much. What is the money is too much. So oh. I believe they should just cut it down a little. All right. Let, let me bring it to Toby. I mean, Toby, Mommy Sota would look like the player like Gino Sancho at uh, at Manchester United. I mean, with due respect to Gino Sancho, he's not in the same echelon with Mohamed Salah. If you look at, if you look at the salary that's being given to players like Kevin De Bruyne and the likes, and you would tell him say that he needs to earn more. But then, why he needs to earn more? The club itself also has to not have to serve a player at his own peril. We saw what happened at Barcelona. Well, yes, whether we like it or not, Lionel Messi is also one of the reasons why Barcelona are in this financial mess. Now, should they give Mohamed Salah a huge amount of salary, just like Maliberi has said, that if you pay way for other players demanding new contracts to also demand political amount of money? I mean, what is the what exactly is the best way to resolve this situation? Should Liverpool allow Mohamed Salah run out his contract, they live on a free? When you don't have this contract, it'll be 31, and that will be two seasons time, or find a way and reach a consensus. Um, personally, I would like to start off from the point. I would like to correct a, a, a notion. Okay. Messi is not the reason Barcelona was in this was in this situation. Barcelona is the reason Barcelona is in this situation. Messi okay. was not the only person on higher salary. So let's let's just leave that aside. Okay. Leave that aside. Um, moving on to Salah, I, I think Salah Salah is deserving. Of that amount, no jokes, no cap. Salah is designed of that amount. Look at all, like what Franklin said, like Franklin actually said, he said Salah has been the best player in the APL for the past two seasons. He has been ageless, he has been brilliant, he has been, he has been, he has been, he has been a beauty to watch. So, I, I don't know, would you be willing to pay your best player 500, um, 500,000 pounds per week to keep him, or would you want Masters to take him up? This is a question for Liverpool's board. So, I, I, I like, I will also adopt my break saying, Marie said they should sit down with him. Have a roundtable talk with him, probably negotiate or trim down the salary to a reasonable extent that will put him on par with Kevin De Bruyne, who is currently the second league best player, or I don't know whoever wants to listen to the best player, put him on par with Kevin De Bruyne, or a little bit above Kevin De Bruyne, because I can't be giving you these numbers and be collecting salary with um, MBE and the likes that sits at home <laughs> getting injured <laughs> and dropping this number. So it is not possible. So, <laughs> I so, saw that. <laughs> I honestly, I, I honestly, I honestly, think, I honestly think for you. you guys, you guys, you guys need to sit down for you. Table. Let them come for me. And concerning the age, I, I will also advise. I'll say this on air because I'm proud of what Isimlan is doing. Um, the, we, I, I saw, I saw this contract in relation when we did with Casey. We gave Casey. Um, the, the contract was was split into three stages, and the first two stages you will earn five point five. The second stage, you earn six six million. Then, in the main two stages of this contract, two years of this contract, you earn seven million. So, I don't know if Liverpool could also adopt that. Probably pay him three fifty in the first two years, um, 
380, then 400. I mean, I mean, I don't it, know. no, 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 Keep arguing back and forth on who deserves this, who deserves that. But then you can only help Liverpool and Mametala get to resolve this uh, problem soon. Uh, guys, let's move. All right. Cristiano Ronaldo has been named as the Premier League player of the month. That, may, that means he has now won the award five times equaling with Rooney's record for a Manchester United uh, player. Now, the question is, was Cristiano Ronaldo deserving of this award? That was one of those things that brought, I mean, that even brought Franklin into this show because he was not meant to be on the show. So, Franklin, I heard you are hungry with what, uh, what was done. <laughs> you said it was a deal at Robbie. Franklin, let me, hear, let me hear from you. Yeah, Franklin. Uh, All right. Yeah. One thing is for sure was Cristiano Ronaldo within the month. Yes. No one is arguing that. Was he the best player within the month? No. Because we have players that perform far better than Cristiano Ronaldo within the month. We have Bobasella, for example. Who had the same amount of goals, created more chances. And we know Bobasella was Obviously, dropped the ball and Cristiano Ronaldo within the game. Mohamed Salah had a better season, a welcome party for Cristiano Ronaldo in the Premier League. So, I think my anger has died down since the results came out. But Mohamed Salah had a better mood than Cristiano Ronaldo. And I don't think they should be playing politics with it or mm. trying to use it to give. Yeah, uh, Toby, isn't this a tribute to the king? Welcome back, king. Walking, sir. I'm, I'm so, I'm so. Like, frankly, like you said, I think this is, this is just one of those many giveaways they used to do in the EPL. Another league, Cristiano Ronaldo. I've seen him win MVP in Italy. For, this is one of the things they do for Cristiano Ronaldo. About 100 percent assurance. They played Brentford. They struggled against Brentford, and Salah delivered the goods. Cristiano Ronaldo. All I saw him do was just calling tappings here and there. A tapping against Newcastle, another tapping against who was he tapping against? I saw three tappings. Does, does, does it matter if he's tapping? And one fluke. And one fluke goal. And one fluke goal. And they said he was the best player of the month. I mean, come on. Everyone, my grandma can do tappings, please. <laughs> you should stop that nonsense. You should, should stop giving awards based, based off likes. Oh, oh, Give right. based off performances. The, the, the chairman of Cristiano Ronaldo. Uh, a fanboy, uh, fanboy based group. Uh, yes, he's on the show also. Yes, Mal uh, yeah, Maliberry. Yeah, I think you have something for time to say. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, what do you have to say, Maliberry? Uh, I have to decide the goals is called. Hmm. The goals of Cristiano scored in the months. How important was that goal? Was those goals? At times they were losing. You will rescue rescue them with a point with his goal. At times, it will be the winning goal. So that's major factor why I feel he edged Salah to that award. And also, 
when you look at Liverpool, Manetti was scoring the goals. In fact, Manetti goes matter at, at some point because at times it's just Manetti goes at the opening goal of the game. So it, it tends to calm the team down. So honestly, so I believe Cristiano Ronaldo, apart from in, in that team, the games that he didn't even start against Everton, we saw how Manetti struggled. Had a really, really struggled in, in, in that game. So I believe, I believe he, he deserved the, the award. He deserved the award, honestly. So All right. That's my own point. He deserved right, the award. All right, let, let me stay with, let me stay with Malik Berry. Malik Berry, Mikel Ateta was named the Premier League Player of the Month. Oh, oh, oh goodness! <laughs> that, that, is, that the only, is that the only trophy Astas go to win this trophy? Goodness! <laughs> I mean, that, I mean, no, that, come on, come on. He's, 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 he's a starting manager. He's hmm. a hold. I don't know. He, 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 he started he, with Arsenal was playing and Okay. And the criticism he got after signing these players in the summer, you understand? We need to give him a little credit. You know, coming off and, you know, defeating Brent, uh, defeating Norwich. Uh, Every, everyone, again, everyone, everyone beats Norwich. Except Burnley. I'm, I'm very, very happy he got the award. At least this should boost his morale a little so he can continue the good work. And, you know, Probably Arsenal will, at the end of the season, see something to, to celebrate it, it, themselves for. So I'm very, very glad. They will not see anything. <laughs> <laughs> Only time we tell. Okay. Only time we tell. 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 Time we definitely tell. All right, let's move. So, guys, I mean, let's talk about another issue that has been dominating the space. Yeah, of course, let me start. Yeah, lately we saw Bruno Fernandes apologizing to Manchester United fans, having lost, having, uh, having lost that penalty that could have ended in a United draw in that match against uh, uh, Aston Villa at the Old Trafford. And also, yes, Bonucci is the latest uh, apologizer, the latest Abeg player who also apologized for Italian <laughs> fans. Yeah, to the Italian fans having made a ridiculous, having made a ridiculous tackle. Was that even a tackle? That made yes, a ridiculous challenge again in that semi-final encounter between Italy and uh, Spain. But then the question is, do players need to apologize having, after having a terrible performance or making a costly mistake? Let me start to study. <coughs> ah. um, personally, I feel they have to apologize. Hmm. Why so? Hello? Hi. Yeah, of course, I'm with you. Football jurist. Are you with I'm with you. I'm with you. I'm with you. I said, personally, I feel they have to apologize. They are professionals. They are paid, they are paid to do this job. To apologize. For when, for when and when, for when and where they don't do their job up to the extent or up to what we expect, up to expectations, they ought to apologize. I've seen this, I've seen it a couple of times in Syria. I don't know. I don't, I, I don't think it's something new. People apologize year in year out. Roma has apologized a couple of times for blunders, for several blunders. So I've, I've seen it a couple of times. Players need to. All right. I mean, I mean, Franklin, as a professional, yeah, if you are given a job by a client, for instance, if I'm given a job by a client and I mess up the job, I will not only apologize to the client, but I might also have to make way 
with the money it takes to me. So is there anything, I don't think there's anything wrong in players apologizing after messing up the, I mean, messing up the emotion of the fans, especially players that make costly mistakes like Leonardo Bonucci did in that match between Italy and Spain. No, for, for me personally, I feel like if a player is performing very great, consistently very well, and he makes a mistake in a game, he has to apologize for that particular mistake. But if you are a bad player, you're always making mistakes. You are bad, <laughs> not your magic. Friend. You just need to stop apologizing <laughs> because no one wants your apology. What they want to what they want for me is to go to the next game and perform well because if you keep apologizing, it just sounds like national anthem. No one wants to hear you saying it again. <laughs> but if you have been performing very well, like Bruno Fernandez with that penalty miss against Aston Villa, if you apologize, we as fans will now understand that it's a one-time thing. And we expect that next next time he's going to enter the pitch and do something like how he has always done. But if you're a bad player, you are performing badly. If you are coming every day to telling me sorry, I, I don't know what I need from you. Sorry. Because well, I'm not even confident you, I'm sorry. Change it the next day. Uh, all right, the way right. you're saying the bad uh, player, my mind is... Yeah, Malik Berry. Going to Fred. The way you're saying bad player, <laughs> my mind is going to Fred. Yes, I don't know. Honestly speaking, I believe the players need to apologize. And the manager as well. And the mm. manager as well. You understand? Because there are some moments, there are some moments, there are some moments that you are the, you are the ones seeing the players you're feeding in. You are seeing them in training and you know their, their words. You know what they can do. So when they go into the games, you need to apologize for feeding them in the game initially. You understand? Because there are many players on, on the bench that can equally do what they are doing. So I believe the players should, should apologize on a normal ground because they are hearing a lot. And the fans, they rally against them, behind them all the time. If fans ask no other work than just come here and support you guys. So you are just so, letting them so down. You, so you, you, you know? don't get your apart from supporting us now. You, you don't get your... You know what I mean. When they come to the stadium, know. they don't have any other work. <laughs> when they come to the stadium, these guys they pay you how much they pay to watch these people. Play. Honestly, so, honestly, I, mean, I, I think we play over hundred dollars to watch people play. So watch them play. Oh. That is quite a lot. That's like fifty k now. Uh-uh. Fred, 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 can be, Fred can be performing badly every every week, and right. the managers do not even take blame at all. all honestly, right. okay, all right. Pass off a big FC. We don't hear you. Let's move. <laughs> Uh, all right, let's talk, talk about our uh, Newcastle. Yeah, Newcastle. Uh, yeah, just about the take. Let's talk about the new uh, the takeover at Newcastle. Yes, Newcastle now have a new owner, and the fans have successfully seen the hand of Mike Ashley. Terrific rain at the owner of the club. So, so I would like to ask the guys what does it mean for the rest of Newcastle for the rest of the Premier League and with the, especially with the latest runs, the latest news making the runs that the Premier League clubs are rallying around that the Premier League. Um, deny, oh, the Premier League cancels that uh, cancels that uh, that transaction. Oh, yes, yes, cancels uh, the transaction between Mike Ashley and the Saudi Arabia Public Investment Fund. So let me start with Toby. Toby, you're, you're safe. Um, I didn't get. I didn't get to. Can you recap, please, a little bit? So, what, what what the hell? What is wrong with you? I mean, what does the new Newcastle takeover mean? What does the Premier League? Typical Milan fan. I mean, it spells trouble. It means everybody should be should be should be at rest. Nobody, nobody, people like us now. Typical Milan fan. Typical Milan fan. Would not be the rest of six. Would not be the next four or five 
this if they invest again, so people should be aware. Start investing. But, 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 not invest, if Singapore does not invest, if does not invest, likes of KCL will leave. They will not hire this. So look, no uh, yes, it's not. It's not. They will not listen at the Premier in the Premier League. But Franklin, let me go to Franklin. Franklin, we've seen something like this in time past. Yes, of course, it's good to have owners with huge block of money in their accounts. But then it's not only about the investment. You've got, you've got to, I mean, there's got to be, there's got to be a strategic plan. You've seen less of, uh, there was time as in Makatakala, yes, at the point, at the time, at the point in time also at Malaga, they had rich owners, but then the project failed. Yeah, thank you for speaking my speaking my mind from the beginning. I feel like this move is great for the Premier League in a way because this brings more bigger teams in the Premier League. But with this mean that Newcastle are going to become one of the top six teams or top seven teams, no. like considering the money they have. No, no. they need to plan well. It's not just about the money. Having money is good, but do you have a good um sporting director? Their sporting director has to be good. They need to appoint good coaches, buy the right players. Not just good players, you have to buy the right players. There are two differences. Players are going to move the club forward. And these are things that we have to watch out and see. But right now, only what we can be hopeful is that Newcastle will be better than they are right now. But will they be at that top echelon, like bigger than Leicester City or West Ham? I'm not sure about that. But let's watch out and see. Malibari, but for now, it's a good thing. Malibari, if they got everything right, should everyone be afraid? I don't think so. I don't think so. Mm-hmm. Maybe the pro- the project is just starting, honestly. When Manchester City also started, it wasn't a, a glorious day on just after the buyout. So I believe it's just it's, it's a gradual process, honestly. The gradual process. When Manchester City started, they at least before three or four seasons, they bought many many players and few of them, you know, ignited. While others were still average players. So I believe, like Franklin said. They needed all approaches to be in top notch. Technical crew, you know, managers, players that they needed, not just buying paid out players or just because of name and stuff like that. They needed everything to be in, in proper, you know, account. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck you, man. <laughs> Fuck you, man. <laughs> Fuck you, man. <laughs> so, uh, uh, all right, all right. Just, just... Uh, all right, all right. Let me go back to Toby. Toby. Yeah, like I said, that yeah, uh, where the Premier League fans play, the, yeah, very, very briefly, we have Premier League clubs who are antagonizing this move. And, that, and it's not, they are not afraid of the Saudi owners, but they feel that with what the president of the Saudi owners, I mean, the human rights, because they have, they have a lot of human rights uh, cases in court or human rights allegations made against them, that players like that, I mean, things like that should not welcome the Premier League. Then, then I begin to ask myself that is there a room for morality in football? I mean, should we be talking about morality here when we even have some of these bigger teams? We have rest of Manchester City who also have a case uh, who have who have big financial fair play rule and have a case in the uh, in the court in the Aussie court in the court. Um, I mean, I mean, no one. I mean, I mean, who comes to the equity team of coming players? No one is a saint. I don't think I don't think um, there is room for morality, so to say, in football. I don't think so. Just first off, they are being sold. <laughs> How do you know your value? If you look at it morally, what is your value? Does human life have value? No. 
we don't know the value, but you are being sold to other things. So I don't think anything about morality is even coming into football. It's pure business. Everything is business. Forget about morality. Get the job done. Do your business. Do your business. Your streetwise business. And ignore morality and beg. Football has, um, has no business. Morality has no place in football. Everybody should just sit up. <laughs> Unless. Yes, and I'm very sure this, this Newcastle owner. It didn't take you from Man City. 100% going to take you from Man City. Because these Arabian guys, they, I, I think, I think they, they follow, they follow their footsteps. They like good things. They've seen what Man City has accomplished. They've seen what MKG has accomplished. So I think it's just, it's just logical. It doesn't take you from all Man City has done and PSG has done. I don't, I don't think they will feel like the likes of Malaga owners and Opium owners. Even Sutton's owner is a rich man, but I don't think they will feel like they will feel worthy. I think, I think they are here to show intent. And talking about their sporting, their sporting avenues, they will, they will, they will definitely. Need to improve. You need to improve on their coaching, their scouting, and their, I don't know. They will, they will just do everything right. Another question to ask. Another question to answer is. Another question to answer is: Are top players willing to go to Newcastle? That's another. Another well, question to, to, to answer. And, 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 and that's what we are saying. It's not a day's job. If they get, if they get a coach like Conte or a big man after, oh, after a couple on. of seasons, after two seasons. Conte, Conte will definitely come to Newcastle in, in two seasons if they maintain the EPL. If they are serious, if they build on what they are building, on, if they build on what they made, Conte is definitely going to come. They will get the big coach. It's just football is about the money now. I beg, forget about this thing. All right, guys. Everton. As soon as you went to Everton. Now. All right. Yeah, this it's is not where, about the manager. All right. This is where we shall be putting an end to this part of the podcast. Do not forget that on the body segment we discussed if Salah has outdone all that Eden Hazard did. Chelsea in the English Premier League and it promises to be an interesting one, especially as we have on the show the chairman of the Chelsea Football Club supporter fan base of Sport Analysis Network Football. All right, my name is Abdelhamid. You can follow us on social media, Twitter, and Twitter, sign on Facebook, Sport Analysis Network, and on Instagram, Sport Analysis Network. Au revoir.